0: Good morning and welcome to Laurel Heights on the last Lord's Day morning for this year. I will take us to Mark chapter 12 and verse 30. Mark chapter 12 and verse 30. But before I get there, let me take just a few moments to remind us of something we tried to concentrate on throughout the year 2018 the goals we announced about this time last year included recommitment to daily Bible reading, putting forth more effort to invite people to our assemblies, serving one another better, and a better understanding of the 1st Corinthian letter. Only God knows are certain how well you did how well I did how well we did in pursuit of these goals Bill and I believe we need goals that are specific and attainable but most of all when we talk about this we believe goals should come directly from the instruction in scripture see Elders cannot do anything apart from the inspired instruction given in the Scriptures. We hope and pray that our presentation of these goals gave us opportunity to think about these things seriously, their origin in Scripture, and then make changes and do better. And if that has happened, God is to be praised. Now, don't close... The book on these goals that we specified in 2018. Keep on with these, we hope, the rest of your life. Now, 2019 is before us, and the elders have goals from the same source and for the same purpose our edification and our growth, and our unity as a local church. And this time, our starting place is Mark 12 and verse 30. Many of you are familiar with it already. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. Let's keep this very simple. Here's a question. Do you love God? Well, your presence here this morning would indicate something. Without evidence to the contrary, let's just assume that everybody in this building right now is saying to yourself, Yes, I love God. He is my creator. He sent his son to live here and to die for me. His son was raised from the dead. He has communicated to me about how I should live. I know that God is with his people and he has promised heaven to his people. So yes, I love God. Then take that to another place. How much... Do you love God? Do we love Him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength? Here's what that simply means. The whole of you and the whole of me, the whole person. Do we love God with all we are, wholeheartedly, holding nothing back? Do we love Him in every single way Scripture says God deserves to be loved? Do we love Him in everything that we do, not just on this day of the week? Is love for God just something we say and we sing about it as we did today, but do we really practice it? from day to day. I will be more specific. Do we love God with such sincerity of affection that we really want to obey Him? Oh now, that may be where some people apply the brakes. They confess their love for God and claim the offering of heart, soul, mind and strength All of that is acknowledged, but when you get to obedience and when you get to specific commands and prohibitions and admonitions and you think about those in your own life, there may be some reluctance, some embarrassment that comes to the surface. I have often said to us to speak in commendable Generics is one thing. I love God. The Bible is a great book. These are good people. This is a good church. To speak in commendable generics is one thing, but to engage in specific daily obedience to God is something else. But these are the words of Christ. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. Here's what we're going to do with that this year. Here's what you're going to see on the screen throughout 2019. Here are the goals we have set for 2019. We're going to emphasize loving God In some very specific ways. Reading His Word. Growing your faith. Walking with Jesus daily. And speaking to Him in prayer. I'm going to go through each of these this morning. And we will be reminded of these goals throughout the year that begins in just a few hours. Love God by reading His Word. An interesting story is reported by a number of postal workers back during World War II. Many postal workers in World War II here in the country witnessed something on a daily basis and when they compared their stories, they were all about the same as they delivered mail during World War II. The mailman would walk up on the porch to deliver mail and sometimes the whole family would be there waiting. The rural mail carriers would pull up to the mailbox out in the country and kids would run out or they would be waiting there already. You could see them as he approached the property. Well, what was that about? All these postal workers were seeing the same thing. It was about families receiving mail from their loved ones overseas in combat the family would immediately gather in the living room and around the kitchen table and someone would be designated with the high honor of reading the letter from the soldier and it would be no dry, perfunctory reading. They would read with passion and emotion with such interest because... It was a letter from somebody they loved. It wasn't just another piece of mail where you go to the box and you get a handful of mail and come in and put it down. No. They loved the writer. The letters would be kept. The letters sometimes would be read over and over again. If you love God... You need to stop and remember you have mail. This is God's letter to you. There is a connection between our love for the writer and our interest in what is written. Those people rush to the mailbox because of their love for the writer. Not just because it was time to bring in some stuff and put it on a table. There is a connection between our love for the writer and our interest in what is written. Good Bible reading and good Bible study is the ongoing pursuit and passion of every Christian. We read our mail from God because we love the writer. Paul said in Ephesians 3 and verse 4, When you read, you can understand. One way our love for God is exhibited is in reading His Word. May each of us embrace that goal for now, for 2019, and way beyond as long as we're on the earth. Growing your faith. Faith, we need to understand, is not a static thing that's just there. It is not stationary. The Bible says we walk by faith. It is not something you acquired at one point in time and you just sort of have it out there in a vacuum. Faith in the Bible isn't stationary, inactive, stagnant, or invisible. Faith, James said, if it doesn't have works, is dead. Faith must be developed. You must add to it. You must grow it. In 2 Peter 3.18, But grow in the grace and knowledge of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. Grow your faith. We're going to concentrate on that in 2019. Do you have the ability to attend Bible classes? Sunday mornings? Wednesday nights? I speak now to those who have the ability to be here. If you have the ability and you do not attend Bible classes on a regular basis, why not? Is it that you do not have time? There are other things. Do you think you don't need what we offer in these classes? Do you think it's time to re-examine your habits about Sunday morning and Wednesday night Bible classes as we enter into 2019. I want to recommend to those who are able to be here and who do not regularly come to Bible classes that you talk to people who attend our classes and let them tell you what they get out of it and how important it is to the growth of their faith. I believe they will tell you to a person. They are growing their faith every time they show up at 9.30 on Sunday morning and 7.30 on Wednesday night. And what about tonight at 5? I'm talking to people who have the ability to be here. Just come back tonight at 5 and see if there is not another opportunity to further grow your faith. Now, remember where we started this morning. Do you love God? God wrote you a letter and He said to you, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever to the day of eternity. Amen. Walking with Jesus daily. You're going to hear about that a lot in 2019. And here is that word again walking. Think about what you do when you walk. You're moving, you're expending energy, you are seeking a destination, it's activity. Walking with Jesus daily is activity in response to Jesus Christ, who He is and what He did and what He expects. And don't leave out that word daily. It is one thing to come to a Bible class, and I've just urged you to do that. It is one thing to read the Bible, and I urge you to do that. But where should all of that take you? Walking with Jesus daily, living in submission to His example, respecting His authority every single day. I think daily Bible reading is good and daily devotion time. But again, what is the purpose of those disciplines? To obey Jesus to obey Him in all of your daily activities and attitudes and relationships and responses to everything. Remember, you've already said you love God. And you already know you have mail. You already know God has said in His mail to you, grow your faith. <coughs> all of that should find expression and how you conduct yourself every single day. I'm going to ask this. Don't be offended. Just ask yourself this question. Is your religion just a Sunday event? Is your religion just a Sunday event? Someone says to you, are you a Christian? And you answer, well, sure, I go to church every Sunday. Is that a comprehensive answer? Is that a complete biblical definition of what it means to be a Christian? What if someone asks one of your school-age children or grandchildren, are you smart? And they say, yes, I show up at school every day. Going to school doesn't necessarily equal being smart. Going to a church building doesn't necessarily equal being a Christian. Being a Christian is the daily endeavor and commitment to live as Christ directs. Attending Bible classes and worship assemblies, and reading your Bible daily, and growing your faith is all about walking with Jesus every day. Being a Christian is the daily endeavor and commitment to live as He directs. Colossians 2 and verse 6, To people who had been baptized, Paul said, Therefore, as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, so... Walk in Him. We show that we love God when we read His Word, His mail to us. Grow our faith and walk with Jesus every day. And when we speak to Him in prayer, The Bible says so much to God's people about praying. If you pray only on occasion of some stressful circumstance or immediate problem. If your only contact with prayer is listening to a public prayer. If you have never established the regular personal practice of prayer, how do you survive and grow and stay in touch with what is right? There can be little doubt the world distracts us from good things like prayer. There is a daily grind that seems to take us to complacency if we don't resist it. Urgency about prayer sometimes gets lost in the busyness of life. Again, it happens that the spiritual is neglected for the material. The here and now grabs our attention and time and our excitement, and the hereafter is pushed away. And when that happens, and when we fail to pray consistently and fervently, the devil will see an opening to take us further away from the God we say we love, that we have mail from, that we need to grow our faith about and walk with Jesus with. Listen to this. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to His will he hears us 1 john 5:14 prayer ought to accompany every correct goal the devil is lurking he's ready to devour us not praying opens the door for him to do more of his ugly work in the preaching i have planned for 2019. At various times in Bible classes, perhaps in our public prayers and songs, we're going to stress these goals based on loving God. I believe everyone is in pursuit of something and everyone has goals. Though they may vary (coughs) and may have Nothing to do with what we've been talking about today. What are your goals? What are they based on? I want you to consider that. Do we need to revisit what our pursuit in life is all about? The elders have set these specific goals for us to help each other work on this year. And the basis of it is... You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. If you are ready to commit to this, and you've never been baptized as taught in the New Testament, you can repent, confess your faith in Christ, and we will assist you in your first step out of sin into fellowship with God. You may respond while we stand together to sing.